0: What's up, Vankas? Hello, Vankas. Jenny. Good to Vanka. Oh fuck yeah, oh, we got we yeah. got fucking intern producer, fucking
1: Ivy League graduate Jenny Sue on the pod because it's gonna be a special one, but it's also gonna be a fucking bat. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a horrible episode, guys. It's gonna be a horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a
2: terrible yeah. episode about a terrible book. And uh, I don't know if you noticed it, but, uh, that that. Jenny sounds kind of like shit because she's on the (laughs) – that sounds brought to you by the Yeti Blue – The Uh,
1: only way that we're ever going to change our tune about Yeti is if they sponsor this podcast because we'd have no morals and no standings, but we don't like what we don't like until they give us money to say that we do like it. So, unless, uh, if Yeti wants to stop the slander about their shitty, Uh, shitty mics, then they better give us a lot of money, money, money. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can do this thing for love, like Kimmy Raikkonen drove for love, but we're in the fucking real deal. This is the professional, we're (laughs) in the fucking F1 media world. We're in the fucking thick of it. And what comes with that is the fucking patron checks and what comes with that is the fucking pressure and the territory and that's what Kimi Raikkonen doesn't like and you know what I don't like it either but I'm here to fucking play ball and if, and if Yeti wants us to stop talking shit about Yeti they better give us a lot of fucking cash
2: yeah 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 you want to you want to pay us money to use your fucking product and sound like shit that's fine but until then fuck you Yeti and Jenny, you had a simple instruction to get the Samsung Q2U microphone and, and 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 run with the big dogs, but instead you you fucking were a sucker for the branding, for the marketing, which is where they put all their money into. Which is, they don't put the money into the product; they put the money into the branding. A lot like and Ferrari. Here you are, sounding sounding like Ferrari, and here you are, sounding vaguely like a human being. But we're dealing with it okay but you know what yeah so yeti
0: so i if i could yeti if you if i beg you to help me stop this verbal abuse i'm getting so please just (laughs) donate to the pod and just send us loads of cash
1: but you know what? I feel like this is going to be an amazing episode for Jenny, and she's going to pull one out of the fucking rabbit out of the hat, like Kimi Räikkönen did working with Ferrari to get that one championship. <laughs> because he had to pull some fucking shit out of his ass to make that shit happen. Even though I didn't even really <laughs> understand or read about that in this book, because it doesn't even it, fucking it, cover
0: this it. Book
1: so let's
0: and it'll be it'll be by yes. one point it'll be by 1 point. <laughs> they are 1
1: point. It's a, it, it sounds really dramatic and and, and, and interesting, but it would have been a shame it would have been really cool to one read one page more about it in the book. One it, page we didn't really about have the it. One page about the opportunity to do that.
2: So this episode, we're going to be, you know, we're just three white women talking about a book, having a book club. Actually, you want to know something? <laughs> uh, making fun of white women yeah. is just it's just it's just veiled misogyny. It's just it's just the new cheat code to be misogynistic. My my girlfriend taught me that. She's like, when when you make fun of white women, you're really just making fun of women. God, I'm so fucking woke. It's right. crazy.
1: Anyway, so we're three people <laughs> having a Jewish uh-huh. Jewish 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 people. You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? Whoopi Goldberg. We're three Jewish people. Okay. <laughs> having
2: a little book. Having a book club. We're holding the book up to the camera like they can see it. But we're going to be talking about the Kimmy book, which, um, Brian, Brian, you've never read a book before in your whole life. How did you feel about this book? Let's start with you.
1: (laughs) Brian famously doesn't read, so. You know what? Much like Kimmy Raikkonen, I don't read. And you know what? It's the first book that I've read in since... (laughs) <laughs> Probably 2011, and you know what? After reading it, I don't think I'll be reading a book ever again. Because, um, but you know what? I, will I don't say blame I, you. I, read the, I don't blame you. I read the whole thing. I read the whole thing in two days. I read the whole thing in two days. It did. It, I did read it quickly, um, but and there were pictures, <laughs> but there weren't enough, and they were oddly placed. But, you're like, you're like um, Donald Trump. You need pictures you know, throughout. You need graphics. And it needs the, to be more about yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah could say is that i'm really proud of myself that i read this shit <laughs> i'm really proud yeah. of it. and you know what and my girl and my girlfriend's been like i'm so proud of you babe i'm like yeah you know oh life is relative yeah we are proud, of you. Yeah, um, go, we are proud of you yeah way to go brian
2: yeah you, you go
1: brian thank you, thank you. can i can the, i do a little
0: uh oh sorry no brian.
2: i just yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah, go, condescend go, go. to him for one more second brian you good yeah, yeah. job oh, go, go. good please, job, please. Brian. No, go, go ahead, Jenny.
0: I just wanted to do a little preamble ramble because I discovered something. As you know, I famously have a, a shit list. Do
2: you famously have um, a shit list, Jenny? Is it famous? That's the joke, Advice Matt. Me. It's the okay. joke.
1: To
0: me. And, and you're about to get uh, on it okay. at this point, I think. That's right. Matt's about to be on that shit
1: list, and you don't want to be on that shit list. But I will say that the only people that I know who have actual lists of people that, they're, that, that are their enemies are people that went to Ivy League schools. <laughs> Something's yeah. running in the water in those Ivies. Okay so who's on the ship list? let's hear about um, it.
0: I have lists I have I have tons of notes in my notes app and I was going through it recently and this is not this is not a joke. I I have a list because another I feel like another hashtag Ivy League trait is that we are very prepared, right? prepared for anything and I am prepared for my sudden, Meteoric rise to fame whenever it may come, probably from this podcast. I was about to say it's happening
2: and right now, sugar.
0: I'm ready for whatever late night circuit I'm gonna do, you know, Sirius XM talk show thing. So I have a list of pet peeves. This is this is true. I have listed pet peeves just like in case of in case of emergency interview, right? Um, this author, Kari Hotakainen has hit two of one and a half to two of my pet peeves. So those would be if I pull it up, those would be number 1 is uh wasting my time so that's a
1: big one I don't do do
0: not you have to pull that
1: up you have to check (laughs) you're like like, hold on let me read this I just wanted
2: to make sure I wanted to make sure I had the wording right you know I wanted to read my wasting my time it's no I'm
0: sorry I actually wrote it as when people waste my time Uh, number two this is actually true being forced to read bad writing and this was done after I read another book for a book club Number three, not relevant, but it's when people type he, he, he instead of ha, ha, ha. That's
2: a little glimpse inside the, the mind of Jenny Sue Birnbaum, everybody. Yeah, you yeah. would not, so, you
1: would uh, not like my relationship be- because that is that is a that I only I exclusively type hehe with. <laughs>
0: mom. that's so that's a, such a gremlin texting. Why are you doing that? Well, it's because it's <laughs> like she does something. It's, it's like mischievous. It's, like,
1: it's, mischievous. It's, like, it's mischievous. It's like it's like it's like I had you know like you, you know we're apart and she's I'll be like I had I had Oreos for dinner and, and we like. Oh, okay.
0: but that's not your regular response to laughter. Like I'm talking no, 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 instead no, no, no. It's, of it's, in lieu of. It's
1: specific. It's specific. Yeah. I, yeah. I I think okay, yeah, your notes app
2: needs stuff. a few qualifiers. It, it needs some carve-outs for when he, he, he is okay.
0: Okay, I'll so do it. So do why don't a, you a, add
2: some carve-outs? We'll wait. You know, we'll wait. <laughs> while you do that, while Jenny's doing that, you guys give us five fucking stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and do that.
1: And what you can say about this podcast is that we never waste your time. Waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has never wasted your time a single time ever. Even though we do hour even though we do four and a half hour long episodes about a movie that's twenty five minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I said only when it's used I said only when it's used incorrectly, not in the mischievous sense. Oh, okay, okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank right nice you. A wrong though. has been righted today. You should literally fucking
1: work for the FIA because that is more clear than the entire rule book of the FIA.
2: Okay, so I was I was trying to give this this writer the um Benef- benny the benefit of the, benefit D? the doubt. Yeah. No, the benefit of the D. The, ben- the benny of the D because the benny of the D because B- sometimes, B- sometimes, benny sometimes the D. I was like <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus, We're t- I'm I trying to talk a- about this shitty book.
0: let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear I it. have had two sips of wine at book club, and I'm already I'm already white mom <laughs> or just mom. Jen- Sorry, Jen- white mom. Jenny.
2: Jenny, thanks Jenny, thanks for drinking wine in front of me when you know I'm ten years sober. Jesus. Anyway, she she fully texted me before asking me my per- permission, um, <laughs> because because Jenny's a sweetheart, and then okay. So basically, you know, I you know when you read a lot of literature, like me and Jenny do, uh-huh. like Jenny and I do, right? Yeah, especially when we read literature, like me and
1: Jenny do. You fucking idiot! That's not what you say.
2: Je- I, well, I corrected myself. Especially, as, as, especially, especially when you know you read literature from different countries. You know, whether it's you know, Hundred Years of Solitude" or Dostoevsky, just foreign writers or the Marcel Proust it's a lot of times when you read foreign writing because this is a Finnish writer a lot of time it's all about the translation so I wasn't sure is it the writer or is it the shitty shitty translator but you know there are whole sections of this book like they had this crazy parable about a fox and a dog (laughs) it's the writer it's a hundred percent the writer and it's not even close it's 1000% the writer anyway so without further ado Let's get into the Kimmy book. I mean, first of all, structurally, it's all over the map. We're jumping around. It's, it's, it starts off, he's, he's in Ferrari. It's, it's telling us about his, his, his second stint in Ferrari. Yeah, Jenny, you got your hand raised. So, this is not so an Ivy League classroom, yes. but but I, go ahead, Jenny.
0: I uh, I have a theory about that, and that is this went through zero edits and that he he set up the structure exactly how it came off the tape recorder. He just he did not do any any sort of organization of timeline really. He just uh didn't because want-
2: because because, because, right. because editing means you second guess yourself and if you second guess yourself you're a pussy. And this guy clearly is like mm-hmm. a macho guy. Like there's this great part where mm-hmm. like someone asks the writer, like the writer, like the the, the writer clearly like was kind of fanboying Kimmy a lot and was trying to be like Kimmy, was trying to write like how Kimmy lived.
1: I've I've
2: never seen somebody trying to be like Fitzgerald and Hemingway at the same time who, their writing style is both (laughs) overwrought in the Fitzgerald sense, but also trying to be like super masculine and like blunt in the Hemingway sense at the same time. But there's this great part where there's a great part in the book where where someone asks like where someone asks him like if he's a fan of Hamilton and he's like, I'm actually heterosexual. I'm not a fan of any man. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's <laughs> like. Do you remember that section? That- I'm trying to find it. I'm trying. Yes,
0: yes, I have it. I have it okay, notated in the uh, notes doc. It's um, yes. Uh, Let's see. It's in the beginning. It's when he meets the yes. Australian fans, which was not vital to the story in any way. Um oh, yeah,
1: this was amazing. This was this was incredible. 20. It's page
0: twenty, page twenty. Okay, we are, we're okay, we're so all books are open.
2: Uh, the man of the group, he has tiny holes on his pink cheeks, asks gruffly if I'm a fan of Kimmy or a fan of Lewis Hamilton. The English earring-wearing character. That's all he has to say about Lou Lew- Lewis. That he's an English earring-wearing character. Interesting. In his opinion, <laughs> I clearly look like a Lewis Hamilton man. I say I'm a heterosexual and a fan of nobody. The women burst into laughter, relieved that they haven't pissed me off. I mean, this guy clearly thinks he's a legend as
1: well. I mean basically his answer he basically the guy goes hey are you a Lewis Hamilton fan and he goes I "I ain't ain't gay gay." bro there's this whole section where he in this whole thing he's that he's like pretending like that he's not close to him he's like observing these characters around the world of Kimi and which is when I texted both of you that like this guy thinks that he's in the Great Gatsby and that he's Nick in the Great Gatsby and he makes this whole book about like his like him witnessing the the the, the myth of what Kimi is where he basically just says over and over and over and over and over like it's Kimi it's you know what it's ki- when Kimmy's Kimmy then Kimmy's Kimmy at <laughs> oh the end of the God. day I just wanna that's say, Kimmy. Thank God that the one other book
2: that you read ten years ago was Great Gatsby, and that you could draw this parallel. <laughs> it's <laughs> s-
1: I've read two books in my life: The Great Gatsby and this. And you know what? <laughs> you're and, not. I'm not wrong. You're am I? Am I wrong? wrong? No. Am I wrong? No. And that's that's divine intervention that I've only read two books in my life, and I could use that. Guys, reference Brian to me, Brian's reference to this move way. in college was to read the high school canon. Like, when
2: we're 25, Brian's reading The Great Guest, would be like, yo, this book slaps, though. <laughs> guys, have you guys read The Lord of the Flies? Yeah, Brian, in ninth grade, we read that book. Anyway, <laughs>
0: um... I what was exciting was I did get to update my goodreads though because the last book I read was in was like eight months ago so I'm back on the board with my good stat, which is my favorite. I
2: mean the guy I mean I, I try to you know the guy was I mean there was I mean right off the bat there's borderline racist things I mean he describes an African man as jet black <laughs> I mean no that went through no edits can he, I mean he's jet black um <laughs> the other thing,
0: too, is there's no fact checking. So that guy, he cites M- Moko, the guy as the founder of Chrome Hearts Jewelry, which Will Buxton probably has, like, a right, share yeah. in or, like, some holdings in. It's one of the right, biggest right. Uh, man jewelry companies out there. Uh, he, they, he cites him as the founder. Just a, just a cursory Wikipedia check will tell you, control F, no mention of him, no mention of Senegal. He had nothing to do with the company. So
2: he describes a Ferrari engine as a pig as a pig being slaughtered. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> and then he was like yeah. and he took a he, yeah. took a he took a he took a stab with that description and he was like, you know what, that was pretty that was pretty he lit. Did. And then he tried to make fetch happen with it again. Yeah. He was like, Those pigs are being slaughtered again. I'm like, Jesus.
1: Yeah. Fucking. He's like back to the room where they slaughter (laughs) the pigs. He's like... (laughs) It's like, it's like, uh, the whole book reads like this. The whole book reads like this. It's like, it's like, I'm out in the, I'm out in the paddock. This is where the flies swarm around Kimmy, asking questions. He looks up sternly, giving them nothing, nothing to feed on. It's not what they want, but it's what they get. In the background, I hear the pig being slaughtered again. Uh-oh, it's time to watch the men into the ring. The, uh, the gladiators enter the arena. Kimmy, above all, says nothing. But nothing is said, and everything <laughs> is said. That's the entire, that's the entire book. <laughs> that's the whole book. That is the whole book. That's that the, the whole, whole book. book.
0: <laughs> it's every metaphor. It's every allegory. It's every sort of theme and historical comparison to greatness that just rolled up into too many pages.
1: Okay, so too, we could shit on this many. book all day long. But I want to start talking about like what did what were some tidbits that we did glean and from this because like let's give some people some some something that we we took from this book like what was your favorite thing that you guys felt like you read about Kimmy's story that now you're like oh like I've seen Kimmy rocking in a new look
2: Well first of all the pictures <laughs> the pictures were nice Uh-huh I just <laughs> want to say and I've seen this on Instagram it <laughs> describes his courtship with Mintu his wife, his his wife uh-huh. and the mother of his two children, and it also describes brief like how he used to drink all the time and be an asshole and, and be a drunken asshole, and now Mintu sort of cured him of that. And he had a marriage before that, right. Obviously, fell apart because you're like because the book just like yeah, basically glorifies his sh- like drunken and like it like goes through every day it well it kind no no it of, goes through kind of it, there's a chapter in this book called sixteen days it a, where it goes through every like yes, yes, with yes with um forensic detail like like Napoleon's 100 days like it's Kimmy's 16 yeah. days of just being drunk and and, and it's like well on this right. day it's he did this and he went to this hotel and it was just like with with this prince and and, and it's just it was wild and then, then he meets Mintu, and she kind of cures him of all that. And I just want to say something. Kimmy's known as this laconic sort of gruff guy, but in all the pictures, man, I just want somebody to look at me the way he looks at Mintu. He so clearly loves that woman. He loves that woman so much. It's crazy. And, and even in the book...
0: He's obsessed with Even in that life. book,
2: even yeah. in the book where it's talking about like what a gruff asshole he is, like what really comes through in the book is how much he loves his family and how much he loves playing with his kids mm-hmm. and he loves being there with his kids and how much he loves his fucking wife. That really comes yeah. through in the book. And I didn't really get that before. I didn't really get that before.
0: I also thought it was so nice to learn about his upbringing and despite them not having money like they they did not have an indoor toilet they were I think it was quoted like rich in other things and that they were super effusive with their emotions and that they hugged a lot and that they just enjoyed doing act I was like this is the healthiest family dynamic I (laughs) have pretty much ever seen they would do you know like they would do all the carting activities together they would support him in any way they could. I think uh, his father, Mata, M-A, is it M-A-S-A? Mata, um, yeah. Worked three jobs so he could do it. And then like when he won his first championship. Mm -hmm. A lot
2: like Lewis's dad. Yeah.
0: When he won his first championship and they were at home and the the call and how Mm -hmm. they were crying and screaming and yeah, and then they invited the press in to like party with them and that. It was just really nice like it was just another, like you said it's like another side of him that you don't see
2: his dad shaved his head um yeah there's like and there's also like just like little snippets of like kimmy just being a legendary partier some (laughs) of them are good stories some of them are like that story sucked and they're not even organized they're just snippets they're not it's just like i don't know what to do with these stories they're just like in these little like almost bullet points there was one great story where Kimmy was like part, like trying to party with the Finnish national team <laughs> hockey team,
1: <laughs> right?
2: And he was like following them through the the championship of, and then they lost in the championship to Sweden, and he went to the Finnish locker room and they were like all sad and shit, and he was like, "Fuck this, this is a bummer," and then he went enraged with the Swedish side, and everyone was <laughs> yeah. mad. It's like, why are you? Partying with the Swedish team, it's like, it's not my problem Finland lost. Like, I'm just trying to rage. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But my favorite story about Kimmy that this book detailed was how I guess Finland is weirdly like Israel for no goddamn reason, and they have mandatory <laughs> military yeah.
1: service. Military
2: service, yeah. Which is wild because no one has attacked Finland since the Winter War, which was, you know. Detailed quite extensively in our last pod, very but beautifully, and and <laughs> very beautifully I learned a lot. But um, <laughs> he's he's like well on his way to like he's like a hot shit right.
1: already. Like he's in Formula now, I think. In Europe,
2: yeah, he's not in Formula One, but he's like he's doing yeah. well, and he has like he's he's on his way to having a hot shot career. But he's got to, like, go back to Finland <laughs> and, like, serve in the army because he's required to. Right. And and what's great is, like, the, the book's like, Kimmy's got a problem with authority. <laughs> like, you know. You know yeah. Kimmy doesn't like getting up early. Kimmy, you know, nobody likes getting up early. Nobody likes get, being told what to do. But Kimmy really doesn't like being told what to do. And I guess he would, like, sneak out and then sneak back in, and he would get drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, He'd go out, get shit-faced, and then, like, sneak back into face. the barracks.
0: Uh, did and, you understand the conversion like, of the blood alcohol rate? Because they were like, he blew a 1.5. And I was looking up rates in the U.S., and it was like, 0. 0.08 is like, you can't drive. Right. So, like, what is 1.5? Yeah, but
2: 0. 0.08 is not that. 08, it's like 08, a Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was three point three. No, 0.08, you know, that's like 2, 3 drinks. Right. But, like. So yeah, he probably had twelve to fifteen <laughs> drinks, and, you know, because yeah. he's because he's a legend. <laughs> and um, but so he would come back drunk, and he I guess he he snuck back in. He got caught. He so he snuck back into bed, like he he got back into bed. And then, but his his friend was caught. His friend like was gonna get thrown in prison if he didn't say like, okay, <laughs> we saw two guys. Right, right. They
1: they, they see, pulled. They, they were like see, they were like yeah, they, Well, they see two guys Reikinen, get out of bed. They see two, they guys. two guys. And then like Kimmy just like, S- like wait, I think you're forgetting off. the detail. Runs away. Don't and they so release
0: they, the dogs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: they release dogs on them.
0: And he evades the dogs. By
2: the way, they release dogs on their own. <laughs> soldiers to try to catch their own. It's not like enemies are sneaking in because, because Finland isn't a country that's under siege. This is just, they're trying to keep their own drunken soldiers under control. They release the dogs on Kimmy and his friend. Kimmy escapes, just goes right into like, he's like a kid, like escaping curfew gets under the covers. Like I didn't do anything. I'm just, I'm fast asleep. Wait, 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 cover, covered in grass. Yeah.
1: Mud covered (laughs) in grass,
2: but he's under the covers. And they and they and they throw open the door and Kimmy because he's a legend goes hey some of us are trying to sleep like he he tries to he tries to like play into the fact that he's been there all night he's like God damn it like I I got early morning tomorrow guys you know he's trying to like play into the fact that he wasn't just he didn't just desert right and then. And then they're like, OK, you're grounded like you can't leave. You're, you're basically un- under a house arrest. You're pr- imprisoned on the barracks. And Kimmy's like, yeah, Finnish government. That's not really going to work for me. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I have I have I have race that weekend. <laughs> and he's trying to negotiate with them. And, th- and then he realizes he'll ha- he'll be in a stronger position to negotiate if he leaves. So he breaks out of the barracks and they're calling him. And he's like, "I'll only come back if you let me leave again to race." And they're like, "Okay." Uh-huh. <laughs> so then he comes back, and they're like, "JK, you can't race." And then he like, I think he leaves again. He breaks well, out. He, of, he
1: called like someone. He, he, has, he count, like he like he, he he pulls some strings, and I think he has also gets, broken. Yes. He, he, he has wants.
0: broken so many international laws; it's not even funny. Yeah. Like. <laughs> The guy <laughs> yeah, should be on was, Interpol's yeah, right. list like yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah but, he had to get to England for
1: some yes, meeting. Yes, yes, let's talk about that. So he has and he, he, yeah, he, basically yeah, he yeah. there's a manager this this uh, Robertson, right? David David Robertson. The, he gets he gets
2: like he meet his next so he he's killing it in Formula Renault. He's got to make the next move. To, he wants to get a new manager. That's going to Wait, have, I thought this was before, before the army. I thought career. it was
0: before the army. Because he wasn't doing well in racing, so he's like, "I'm going to go to the army."
2: Okay, who cares? <laughs> I mean, this book—this book didn't have a, this book had a very loose grip on chronology. So, yeah, right, life, at, some point, at some point in Kimmy's life, at some point in Kimmy's life, he's showing
1: promise, and these—and yeah. this manager contacts him, and it's Jensen Button's manager, and it's—and—and and what they've heard is that this, this this guy, Jensen Button, just got a seat at Williams, and his manager wants to like talk to Kimmy, so. Kimmy's like okay well we gotta fucking do this and he but he Kimmy has a manager at the time and he's like you know what I'm just gonna be honest with him I'm just you know what I'm just gonna do it (laughs) the Kimmy way and I'm just gonna be honest Honesty's the best policy policy. so he goes to the guy and he goes listen this new guy wants wants a piece and I'm gonna go talk to him and the guy like freaks out this is also another example of like how this book is terrible because it's like the guy's like the the writing is like and he did not take that like this is he was like if you do this i'll kill you next sentence well he lent them his car to go take the meeting <laughs> yeah they worked it out they, <laughs> they worked it, worked out. it out
2: and a, de- a deal was
1: yeah <laughs> it's like
2: it's it's like they just blew through the whole they blew through the whole actual conflict right.
1: <laughs> just to get to the they next one. they wrote block up to it. the conflict <laughs> and then skipped the actual juice right. it's like with it's like the one thing led to another it's like, and then one thing led yeah. to another, and <laughs> there's yada yada so, yada. Yeah. Anyway, yada yada yada. Yeah. So the, the manager's pissed, but yada yada yada. He gives them his car, and they're and <laughs> they're they're hightailing it, and then they they get to the border, and the border's like, no, like you can't drive this car. This isn't your car. You can't get the through French here. border.
0: The French border. The French yeah. border
1: is like, get the fuck out of here. The, whose car is this? For all we know, you stole it. You can't come into our fucking country with this. So they drive back. They're pissed. By the way, this
0: is this is pre-EU, so you had to get paper. It's like you have a Dutch registered car coming right. into France, and you're Finnish. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah, going on? And the meetings,
2: like it, the meetings at like two. Yeah. They have to be like it's like it's a tight like they got to get there. Yeah. There's no. So time. then they
1: look at a map and they're like, okay, how can we cross this fucking border? with illegal <laughs> <laughs> just illegal and they look at the map and they're like ooh we're right here we can do a we can do it here here and they just illegally yeah, yeah. cross borders to take this meeting with this manager who then became like the godfather like he was like he was like he's family like this guy, then became like.
2: Could you uh, like if Lando Norris had to cross a border <laughs> illegally to become a Formula One driver, he would just be like, "I guess I'll just do something else." <laughs> no, he would. I guess no, he would be like, yeah. "Daddy,
0: daddy, 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 what do yeah. I do, daddy? Daddy, yeah. they're telling me to do this. Could you get the cu-
2: could you get the h- helicopter?" By the way, Kimmy's like seventeen. <laughs> he's already he's already like he's already been like court-martialed by the military. <laughs>
0: By the way, wait. There was a quote. There was a quote that I loved for the army that they were saying. Uh, when he asked about the dogs, they were like, "How? How the hell did you manage to escape <laughs> oh, yeah. the dogs?" And he said, "I replied, I replied that it's exactly what you teach us here. We're oh, right. scouts. He's after a all.
2: wise ass. He's like because I because I'm a soldier yeah. and I and I listen
1: to the training.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I'm so good at my job that I." Um, did I disobey orders so well that you can't yeah. pin me? By the way,
0: Kimmy also drove um, drove pre-driving age for thousands oh yeah. of miles.
2: Oh yeah. His dad was yeah. like, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, Kimmy, take yeah, yeah. the wheel. <laughs> He's just on yeah. the fucking German Autobahn <laughs> going hundreds of miles an hour so his dad could get some rest.
1: You know, I want to talk – yeah. There's some, there's some great. I th- and I think that this is maybe like a little bit of a common theme with like a lot of, would be, you know, like a Formula One driver. Like, how do they drive on the regular road? How do they drive on the highway? And it seems like Kimmy really like. He takes it to the next level like he'll follow an ambulance <laughs> at one point there's like a procession there's like some type of like political procession he's like okay I'm just I'm I'm, I'm getting in this slipstream <laughs> and I'm gonna use this and there's like cop cars being like get the fuck out of <laughs> here you're not allowed to do this, this is like uh, you're not authorized to be in this lane he's like suck my dick hold my <laughs> beer suck my dick for the back I'm Kimmy Raikkonen but you know what? It, it brings me back to when I first kind of fell in love with Kimmy. Which was when I watched the the um, the video of him and Jovanotti <laughs> right, driving oh. together, and Jovanotti's shitting his pants <laughs> because Jim Kimmy's driving like a fucking and madman, a Formula and One just driver. Just like he should be okay with these yeah, speeds. A f- <laughs> yes, yeah, Yes, exactly. But even Jovanotti, a Formula One driver. Is like this guy's a fucking <laughs> maniac. <laughs> the way this there's guy a drives great, there's is a great insane. Where
2: like I think one of the manager, he's with one of the managers, and it's like raining on the highway, uh-huh. and he's going like a hundred miles right. an hour. And he said there was one point where like he lost control of the car, and he's and and the guy, and it kind of like he kind of wrote, he kind of like skimmed over this, and he was like. I saw the barrier and I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. But then Kimmy like <laughs> oh saved it. He's like and then Kimmy recovered. Yeah. And then laughed and then went yeah. right on driving the way he was before.
1: <laughs> but he also um, I love when he was Yeah, well there's just a motor I love when he was fucking
0: with the author yeah. on the private plane. When he was like with the author's like, I'm a little nervous and he's like, Yeah, well, the wing doesn't work too well and you've lived a great life, so um, he also like there was also right. another
2: there was also another scene where he told the he told the pilot like hey can you like go upside down can you go into free fall and one free guy fall, wasn't strapped fall. in and he said he like hit the ceiling like
0: that's how people die in <laughs> plane crashes yeah that's how they die
2: yeah he um, there was also another sequence where like he like he was at like T S A at some airport and he decided that he was oh gonna my God. dive in oh my God. after. <laughs> After like he put his bags through the through this the through the check, and then he dove in afterwards, <laughs> and then like to try to go th- right to like literally like there's a sequence in Liar Liar <laughs> where Jim Carrey does that, where like <laughs> like do you remember that scene in <laughs> Liar Liar <laughs> where he like goes in after his bags uh, and he goes through the X-ray and he said he wanted a, he wanted imagery he wanted to see an X-ray of himself <laughs> as a souvenir he thought it'd be funny.
0: He did it in the one of the strictest he did it in one of the strictest airports in the He was in world. Singapore where they'll like gang like guard. It was in yeah. yes. Singapore. For chewing yeah. gum! For <laughs> spitting out your gum. For
1: littering.
2: They will put you in yeah. jail. <laughs> so my favorite takeaway though from this book is that I it's still confirmed that Ferrari sucks. Like they're just dicks. I sympathized with this author one time. Cuz the author had to spend a lot of time in Ferrari and they were like the right. the author kept getting like scolded because he wasn't right. wearing red. And he in order for him to be in the paddock, right. he had to put on a red jacket. Yeah. And I was just like these guys suck.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Like they look ridiculous in all red. Like unless you like unless you look like Charles Leclerc, or Carlos signs you, you you just look like a jackass in red pants and a red <laughs> jacket and a red yeah, shirt. N- no one looks good wearing
1: all red. You it's insane.
0: You know who else did all red? You know who else wore all red? That cult from Wild Wild Country. <laughs> Co- no, but Ooh. they but
2: there was they did maroon. They did maroon. It's a little bit more subtle than that.
0: Um, yeah. Shade of red.
2: I, I can't believe I'm coming to Ferrari's defense, but uh, I mean, uh, uh, the Colts defense, <laughs> the, the the Wild Wild Country's defense. Also,
1: yeah, they also do mention they also do mention that like there's the guy here, and it's like it's like who's that? It's like oh, that's like the chief executive of Philip Morris, aka Big Tobacco, <laughs> I'm AKA so th-
2: glad you brought that up because my other favorite <laughs> yeah. thing I learned about this thing is that it just says here, this is a sentence in the book. Kimmy is an occasional smoker. (laughs) (laughs) And then this is a quote from Kimmy. I smoked for a couple of years when I was a kid, a child, but I haven't smoked habitually during my career, except I've gone through quite a few fags when I'm pissed. And I've been pissed pretty often. That's the British word for cigarettes, people, not a gay slur. Uh, And during the Lotus period, I had the odd f-a-g both in the paddock and when i went out for a beer with the lotus boss after that i haven't had many cigarettes i've got asthma <laughs> uh but now he just takes snuff mostly so the book
1: <laughs> okay wait, hold on, hold on what is what is this i want to talk about the snuff i want to talk about the stuff because they mentioned what is tobacco snuff. that you snort i guess
0: it's chewing to oh i thought it was like the pouch stuff it's like a yeah but like pouch. what's
1: what is it I guess you could snort tobacco, or you can chew I, I'm it. like, I'm like, is that cocaine? <laughs> and they're just saying snuff. No, 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 snuff.
2: I mean, in the old days, people used to right. snort tobacco.
1: They okay, would have like a okay. snuff box, right?
2: And that's like in, you in could Shakespearean snuff, days. Yeah. I know
1: a Shakespearean monologue where they talk about t- taking it, taking it.
0: So, by the way, yep. it says snuff is a smokeless tobacco made from finely ground or pulverized tobacco leaves. Uh, it's inhaled. Do you smoke it. It's inhaled or sniffed uh, into the nasal cavity, delivering a swift hit of nicotine.
1: It's basically like poppers. <laughs>
2: the guy is an athlete, is all you gotta know. <laughs> he's he he's an athlete because he has asthma, and he realized that smoking's bad for his lungs, so he
1: decided that he's gonna fucking rail that shit instead. <laughs>
2: And that's what an athlete does.
1: Well, it's interesting because it's also like they're it, interspersed with that. It's like that's what we that's what we kind of wanted. But like he he wants to paint this whole picture of him as this person who's like really moved past this. That this like this. This isn't really who he is. Like you've read the stuff in the papers. You've heard the stories. But that's not really who it is. That's not really the man that he just like sleeps 14 hours a day because like he has to because like that's just like the you know like when you're when you're the racehorse like you just whatever you do that's just like part of what makes the man and i just wanted a more of like they have like the little sections it's like all the fun stuff that we're talking about is like all in like one little section of the book and the rest is like trying to portray him as like this like kind of like methodical character who just like only does what he does for all these like very specific reasons when it's just like the reality of him is that like he he's like the, the little kid, it's, like, there's pictures of, like, little kids, like, in the Depression era, like, at, like, five years old, like, smoking cigarettes. Like, that's Kimmy. Kimmy's just, like, a <laughs> little fucking, like, dirty kid smoking urchin. cigs. a little fucking, <gasps> like, dirt urchin who, like, was, a, you know, his whole family, yeah. they were into motorsports. So he started, you know, uh, uh, on motorcycles when he was a kid, like, dirt bikes and things like that. And then his brother was into it. He just followed his brother and, and made his way through the thing. um. But he, I had to, like, do further research after reading this book because it didn't really give me a full context of things, which is something that I think I knew but I had forgotten, which is that, like, w- when Kimmy actually made his way into Formula 1, it was a huge point of controversy because – which they kind of touch on the book, but but one of the points of controversy is that, like, he had only had 23 races in an actual, like, race car, not like a cart or, like, yeah. he was he was wildly, you know – Underprepared by whatever their standards were, and there was a lot of pushback and fight on whether he was even going to be allowed into Formula One in the first place. They had to pull strings to get him a super license, right?
2: But he's kind of yeah. like he's kind of like Giannis, where it was like who the <laughs> th- this guy. It was like who the fuck is this guy from Greece? Right. Like, is this even a real league? Like, we they have no idea. Whether he'd pan out, and I think what the what the thing was was he was this under. He was this Finnish guy in Formula Renault. He had a few races under his belt, and his manager wrangled him a test. Mm -hmm. And the test is famous, right? Because he just got faster and faster and faster, and it was like his first real time in an F1 car. And they just knew.
1: They just just saw it.
2: The guys who were there. New they, they, they it, It's like when it's like when you go to a, In the NBA or an NFL Where you go to a combine And you see like a guy Like Do like a drop step dunk Shoot from the three throw line You just see him move real quick And you're like You just get up and leave Because yeah. you're like Okay I'm done I, I see what I need to see If you were there You get it And if you weren't
1: there You're not going to get it Yeah And it's like I've seen everything I need to see He just had the raw He just had the raw talent He had the raw stuff and, and and it's interesting because it's like when you actually at the end of the book they, they they go through his um uh at the end of the book they goses like you know like here's where he placed in his entire career, and it's yeah. like it's unbelievable. His actual like record is unbelievable because a lot of the times he just didn't finish a race. There's a shit ton of DNFS on there. <laughs> yeah, there's so many DNFS. There's in his career. so many DNFS. I mean. Yeah. And it's, like, on lap two, on lap 45, but I think a lot of those were, like, engine... There was a lot of those were, like, engine things and, like, the car breaking down just not being good enough. But, like, in the races that he did finish, like, there wasn't... I mean, now, you know, excluding 2020 and 2021 and his, his time at, 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 at Alpha, but, like, he, there was, like, there's maybe a handful of, like, below t- top ten finishes. It's, like, yeah. seventh, fourth, it's second, third, third, sixth, seventh, second. like... It's unbelievable. He almost won twice at McLaren before he won at Ferrari. I mean, he was, like, in the fucking mix. He just, like, really had think the about, fucking think stuff. About, think about if he hadn't left and he had just – think
2: about if he had stayed for those Lewis years. Uh-huh. He just missed the good window of McLaren. Right.
0: You know why he left? You know why he left? Because Ferrari just pulled him out of his contract. And he oh, had
1: to that go to happen. Ferrari. Another he Ferrari. He had to go to Ferrari. And he won in his first year, and then well, he did two he won, more years he, of Ferrari, he, and then he was out. Well,
2: What I nev- what I didn't quite get was why Ferrari – so he won, it, he won in 2000, and this is what the book didn't fucking – this is what I was actually <laughs> interested in. Yeah. The book doesn't actually address – so he won a world championship yeah. at Ferrari – to, against Lewis Hamilton 2000 in 2007, and Alonso, then they don't and renew his contract, Alonso, yeah. right? He his first so he year beats Ferrari, those
1: guys. yeah.
2: His first year of Ferrari wins, and then they don't renew his contract in 2009, yeah. And then he ha- and then he leaves. Apparently they paid him thirty million dollars. I read this somewhere else, not in the book. <laughs> they pay him thirty million dollars not to race in F1. They're just like, get out. Like, we don't want you, but we don't want you in F1. So those those years that he spends rallying and uh, in NASCAR, he paid thirty. Basically, he was a sab- a paid sabbatical. Right. And what I don't understand is why Ferrari got rid of him after he won a world championship, and then they brought him back. Yeah It's just I mean I get that management Probably changed it Or you know But like They brought him back So I don't I don't I don't really understand The thinking that Ferrari Was doing at that point But um, it, it was I just wish that that had And I was like googling Like why did Why did Kimi leave Ferrari And they're like Well he left in This because of Charles Leclerc. I'm like yeah And I know that time But like wh- Why 2007 Right or two thousand
1: I mean, I've heard. But I've like. There's been like certain things where he was like, you know, I co- I did that thing. I accomplished the. Thi- I accomplished the goal. I mean, this might be like even his narrative that he is spinning about it. But he's like, I you know, after right. I won the world championship, it's like I accomplished the thing. He saw his brother. I watched this in like another. You know, this, I saw he, his brother was doing the rally car. So he's like, yeah, I want to get my. You know, I want to try that. And and he does talk about and it kind of, pretty, you know. Uh, beautiful way about how the spirit of a rally car or the spirit of like karting or that kind of like rough and tumble thing is speaks to less shit mongering (laughs) he calls F1 (laughs) shit mongering he does which is a great word (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah he calls F1 fucking shit mongering and he just hates all the stuff around it which you can see pretty clearly the politics around it Um, And I think it does speak to the man that – and that's what's really interesting about, like, in terms of this, like, character study, which is – is this guy The guy guy tries to
2: show us – the
1: guy tries to tell us
2: who Kimmy is instead of showing us who he is. Yes, 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 yes. And he's doing a lot of preaching about what it is to be Kimmy, and I'm like, just tell me the story. Right. Just tell me a good story – about this man not, you know cradle to grave i mean not grave but to where he is now right.
1: well let's talk tell about, me a story let's talk about like the, his crew because they talk, they mentioned a lot and and this is also <laughs> pretty well documented th- that kimmy's a very loyal guy and like he's got his there's sammy vega right visa visa visa, visa. <laughs> there's sammy Visa. Visa, who,
0: by the way by the way he's the hair in the in the Aesop fable, dog, fox, hair, allegory. He's the hair. And,
1: and who's the betrayer oh, that, that in that? Oh, that was wild. What? Who's the betrayer what? in that? Who
0: betrayed um, him uh, His previous book, affairs manager. I have it written down in my uh, notes doc. Hold, please. It's. Uh, but what did that
1: affairs manager do? Because there's this whole section of the book. Obviously robbed like, him.
0: I thought but he also leaked the story about, about Lotus. <laughs> Remember crazy. that betrayal? That it was like it wasn't a done deal with Lotus and then someone leaked to the press and he was like, the ultimate yeah, betrayal. Yeah, but then he
2: went to Lotus. Yeah, why is that such a betrayal? I don't understand why that's such yeah. a betrayal.
0: Because uh, he uh, asked people to keep a secret and then they went against him? I have no idea. Like,
1: it is a kind of insane thing, but, but he, keeps he told very- so
2: literally. Literally, he the, 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 so instead of instead of just telling what happened, <laughs> right? With Kimmy being obviously, Kimmy is obviously just uh, an athlete who doesn't understand money, but he has a right. lot of it, right. which is fine. <laughs> it's classic, and he's classic. He he got ripped off. I mean tons of athletes get ripped off, tons of actors get ripped off because they don't know shit about shit about money and they have tons of it and they trust it to friends and charlatans. It happens all the fucking time. And it happened to Kimmy, and instead of just telling us like, here was the situation, they tell us a story about the about the dog.
0: <laughs> oh, I know who it is. The dog? Okay, okay. it's it's who is it? Rico, it's Riku Kuvila. Who was his affairs manager from 2005 to 2015. I'm assuming he's the fox. There you go, guys. Now, he's the fox. There
2: you go. You can breathe now. <laughs> it's
1: Rico. Kubila. It's Rico fucking Kubila. But is he even I'm mentioned trying in the book? Like, what did he do? What did this man do? The amount, of, was the
0: d- amount of names that I had to. Stole his money, dude. Sort through in this book. I mean, book.
1: yeah, he stole his. I, it's, it's a, a kind of classic thing. But like he, he, you know, my larger point is that like, you know. Kimmy keeps that tight knit, that tight circle, and he even like his his trainer. They talk about how his trainer just like hands him, like he, Kimmy just does whatever the tra- you know, he gives him this concoction, this thing to drink before a race. I do whatever he tells me. Like we text, I just do whatever he tells. He tr- he has his people that he fucking he he's ride or die, and he fucks with them hard, and that's his and that's his fucking thing, which I fucking like. I admire that. I admire, admire that and respect. And, I, and he brings people along with him. He's like, "You're gonna come with me. You're not gonna stay at for. You're not gonna stay. You're like, come with me. Don't don't stay here. Don't don't stay with these people. Like, we're it's it, it's it's me and you." He's it's us. he
2: brought he brought guys with him from his carding yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, like he could have left those guys behind. The guy he the guys who like helped him get to where he is, like he took care of. Right. And the and that's the good thing. The good thing. The good thing about Kimmy is that he's loyal and that he's trustworthy. The bad thing about Kimmy, for Kimmy's, for Kimmy's sake, is that he assumes that of everybody else. <laughs> right. Yeah. A- a- and that that's, that's something that, that very trustworthy people fall into, is that they could be too trusting, and that's a yeah. distinction that he obviously needed to learn the hard way. Right. And that's why we have this story. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a dog who did very well in running races. So well that he was invited to compete abroad. The dog's home was short of money, but when all of it was put in one basket and cat relatives lent a bit, there was enough for the dog to travel. And so he could take part in a GP for four-wheel drives. All the dogs of the world attended. He won almost all the races and got lots of money. The dog was an ordinary mongrel, but he had two exceptional qualities, a big heart and a sincere soul. It was both good and a bad combination, good because all his best mates could experience his generosity, bad because he was also sought out by some some who pretended to be his friends but had a hidden agenda. This is just like Chaucer, man. Uh, The dog didn't realize that not all of his new animals' mates liked him. They liked his banknotes. <laughs> the dog signed papers paid off other creatures' debts and even gave a leather card to leather to some of them to buy unlimited amounts of dog food. Mm-hmm. He's really mixing his metaphors yeah. here. <laughs> he ran he ran and ran, traveled from one country to another with his paws pounding new asphalt. Earlier he said that they were ra- that the dog raced cars, but now the dog is running with his mm-hmm. paws pounding until one day he examined his piles of notes and papers and saw strange things. The dog was horrified. He had been deceived. His tail had been twisted. (laughs) He had been outfoxed, and a hole had been gnawed in his generous heart. The dog confided in an old acquaintance, an older hare, asking him to look into it. The hare did so and discovered muddles. I don't know. That's That's a translator thing. Yeah. The dog hired the hare to look after his affairs, and everything has gone well ever since.
0: By the way, when he says it was out foxed, there was no mention of the fox anywhere in the story as a character, like in the little dog story <laughs> as a character. Right. <laughs> Just, he was out foxed by a fox, crazy. presumably. That was yes. never mentioned. Yeah,
2: it would have been great if there was a fox character. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying to keep it uh, maybe in the parable to, like, avoid some sort of, like, legal trouble. Mm -hmm. But it was clearly his affairs manager that abruptly left in 2015. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. his affairs manager was like, yeah, I'm not going to manage his money anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to voluntarily quit that sweet, sweet gig. And then
0: his new affairs manager, their contract was a handshake in a sauna where he said, if you betray me, I'll kill you. (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> that was it.
2: <laughs> That's how Brian and I uh inked the deal for we our started pod. this podcast. <laughs> we were like, Betray me and I'll kill you. <laughs>
1: um uh, yeah. Um I wanna talk I wanna bring it to a little bit of like a, a, a somewhat serious note, which is I wanna talk about his father a little bit. And this was something that I thought was was very, you know, telling and interesting, which his father's kind of, like, tragic end. and Oh, um, man, yeah. This is pretty brutal. It's pretty heartbreaking and tragic where, essentially, you know, Kimmy's, like, doing really good and crushing it and, and, and you know, is in Formula One. All their dreams have kind of come true. And at, at some point, like, the father... Um, mentions to someone, like, if, you know, if all this stuff starts to work out, like, this was beyond their wildest dreams. Like, they had an outdoor toilet. They didn't have an indoor toilet. He had these, like, fucking, like, rough and tumble little kids who were good at racing, and he helped them with it, and he had all these jobs, but they just loved the, like, the spirit of racing. And then, all of a sudden, Kimmy, um, you know, leaps to the front, and all of a sudden, he's in Formula One, and he's competing for championships, and it's beyond their wildest dreams, and he says to someone, like, don't let this go to my head. And... They kind of talk about on some on on some level that it, it, it maybe did or he was struggling and he had he had had drinking some drinking issues and all of this was kind of exacerbated and made worse by the fact that he was he was in like a four wheeler accident yeah. where he was driving you know his like father seemingly like his father his father yeah was like driving in the backwoods maybe and he fell off his four wheeler hit his head was in a coma. And kind of like from that point on, he survived, but that from that point on, he was kind of never the same. And the drinking was getting worse and worse, and he was having like mood swings, and and his relationship with his wife changed. They were married for years, and it became like abusive, and and um, and at one point, I guess he was drunk with his friends, and they were like shooting shooting skeet. They were you know shooting clay discs, and drunk, like yeah. wasted. And Kimmy found out and in an enraged, you know, like an enraged Kimmy came came over and took all of his guns away. And they were in this really tense moment to the point where um, his wife is going to go over to Kimmy and uh, Mintu's house, right? Is is he with Mintu at this point or no?
0: No, he's with the, the thing that also makes it worse is like his marriage is falling apart with Jenny.
1: Right, right, right. So right.
0: he, like, that's coming to an end. He's so in this, he's like, marriage that. that's not
1: doing well. He's in this marriage that's not doing well. And, and uh, you know, Kimmy invites both of his parents over, and the dad's drunk and says that he doesn't want to go. And so the mom kind of, you know, at this point, it, this is kind of common behavior. So she goes. She comes back. He's still drunk. Um, she's like, I'm going to go to bed. He says, go to bed. And then when she wakes up the next morning and comes downstairs, he had fallen and cracked his head open and, you know, seemingly was drunk and fell down and hit his head and was taken to the hospital and there was nothing they could do and and that's how he died. And it's just, uh, you know, I think, like, there's, like, the kind of, like, comic, almost, like, funny vibe of, like, the drinking, you know, Kimmy's drunken antics and how that's, like, this, like, you know, funny story, but for I think from from that point also to then when he met Mintu, I think there was a a real sense of, like, oh, this thing is, like, this can have some pretty dire consequences, and, like, there's a, there's a, a level to this thing, and I think at some point in the book, he, th- he's quoted when he talked about, like, when he was leaving Formula One, or after his father died, is also when he was uh, around the time when he was doing Rally Car and he got out of Formula One. And he was like, Rally Car saved me. Getting back into working, you know, just with like a group of 10 guys and doing this, it, it, that, that the, the purity and the honesty of that and also like something to do. He said, because if I didn't have that, I probably would have just turned to drinking and then my life would have been a mess.
2: Well, it's like it's like what happened with Jordan when his father died. He left basketball right. and played baseball. It's
0: right. like you're
2: the best basketball player to ever do it and you're playing baseball and it was like he needed he needed to do something else he needed to decompress yeah. he needed to he needed to get out of the crucible which is formula one and um and i think the thing about drinking is it's cute and fun until it's not then it's yeah. just not cute and it's not fun anymore and i think this book treats the the fun it talks about the cute and fun antics and then it just switches right over to the to the sad to the sad darker moments of it and it's you know it tries to have its cake and eat it too and and that's not really i'm not trying to indict the book that's just that's just how how you know we as a society right look at drinking it's oh yeah drinking's awesome Oh, no, you're drinking too much. That's sad that you're, you have a problem, you know? Right. And that's right. sort of, that's something, you know, I had to deal with when I was getting sober. It's like, oh, I, you know, I thought this was a, you know, you, you go from like a fun person to a pariah so quickly, mm-hmm. depending on, you know, where you're at in your life and how drinking affects you or how your drinking affects other people. And, right. you know, some people look at somebody doing a drunken thing and they're like that person's a legend, like us sometimes or right. some people look at somebody do- doing a drunken behavior and they're like that's a cry for help. That's really sad. Right. And that's a that's a new nu- you know we often lack the nuance when we when we when we look at people like Kimmy. I I know we have I yeah,
1: don't yeah. think we
2: knew all this dark shit before.
1: Right. Right, right, yeah. But there's also, also there I might, think yeah
0: there might be a cultural cu- I, I'm not familiar with like the drinking culture in Finland also that I'm, that sure, I'm sure, sure there's it, a cultural
1: I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there's yeah, a heavy drinking culture Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I, I think that it, but there is that fine line and there is that distinction. I think like when I when you think about Kimmy and, and and his you know, it's easy to maybe say that like he wouldn't like you know you see how close he was to to being on top and it's like well if he had been taking care of himself from the get go if he had had some type of like you know tom brady tb12 type of thing then like imagine what he would have done if in that case but like you don't necessarily know, you know if you poke a hole here like another you know it's like a a, a bean you don't know what that was keeping a lid on exactly and mm. i think like there is a way. Like these things are nervous system regulate. It's like a nervous system thing, and I think for you know for can we, there, that can be used and it can also be abused.
2: Drinking is not a problem. It's a solution right. to a to a deeper
1: problem. Exactly. That can that can
2: you know that, that could that could cause other problems as well. And I mean, right. There are tons of athletes. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that this cut his his career short. It might have it might have it might have shortened his prime. Mm-hmm. But, I mean you can't say oh think I mean the guy's still racing he's in his 40s but right. I mean there are these there are these chapters that are like oh he was waste, he got he was drinking for three weeks you know or whatever drinking for two weeks he sobered up on Thursday came in third you know right. <laughs> right. hung over right. hung over for qualifying came in third and I'm like right Jordan was like it, that. Jordan would uh-huh. Jordan Jordan would play Jordan would get drunk, play golf. You know, he he would be <laughs> yep. like shades darker when he would go to like play in Arizona, like we play right. the Phoenix Suns because he'd be golfing.
1: Yeah, he'd be like out Jordan in the sun would be all like
2: because <laughs> he'd be out in the sun all day, golfing, Putting smoking on, like,
1: cigarettes, ten thousand dollars a hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like playing
2: poker, smoking cigars, gambling. Just drinking whiskey, destroying his body, and then he would drop like 50. And you're right. like, well, imagine how good he'd be if he didn't do that. And you're like, well, you know, who knows what that was keeping at bay. Right, 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 right. A- and, yeah, I mean, Jordan, with Allen Iverson was that way.
1: Uh-huh. Tons of athletes are that way. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, I mean, you know. Lawrence Taylor. I mean, the, uh, Dennis Rodman, fucking Charles Barkley, like these guys. But uh, there's 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 one point where he's like, hi- isn't there this point where he's he's hiring like a guy to t- look after his yacht? Oh my <laughs> and, gosh! Yes, that's yes, the uh, limoncello, yeah. And this is yeah, and like he like wakes him up at one point, and he's like, <laughs> "Come have limoncello with me," and the guy's like, "Uh, okay." And then he was like, "If you didn't have limoncello with me, I would have fired you." <laughs> because I don't trust anyone that doesn't drink. And it's like this weird – it's like this kind of like, you know, wild – you know, it, it's hardwired sometimes. I was guy. hurt. It's I
2: like was like, so Kimmy doesn't tr- – Kimmy wouldn't trust me. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting? Um, you know what's interesting? Yeah. I think there's a distinction between people who have who have stopped drinking and people who are like – I'll never drink. I've never, I never touched stuff. Not one time. Not Definitely. one time. I'm always like, what? That is. Yeah. You yeah never yeah. even tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. even <laughs> tried it. Cause I was, cause in college I was on the sober ho- hall. I was at the non-drinking uh-huh. hall. But I was up. But there was just a bunch of nerds. You know. <laughs> like they were like yeah, right. they didn't like drinking. I was there cause I right, drank right, too right. much and had to stop. You know. <laughs> so it was just me and a bunch of fucking nerds. So like the right. sober hall was like. I was the only one who did a lot of it and
1: stopped. So there's really right, a right,
2: distinction between people who don't drink and people who are like, "Yeah, I don't drink.
1: Yeah, can't do it. Well, it's like can't do it. It's like it's like drinking's fire, and you can play with fire. You jumped into the bonfire <laughs> and had to get out. But there are some people that are like, "I'm never. I don't even want to touch the fire. And, and, and yeah. you know, the Kimmy Riken in way is like, "No, no, 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 no. Like I'm playing with fire. My whole life is that I'm playing with fire. Um, right. Until Mintu comes into the in, into the scene and she goes, "We both play with fire for long enough. I've been to enough bars. I don't need to do this anymore." And he's yeah. and he's like, "Whatever you say, Queen. Whatever you and say." And he's like, and he's like, and he's mommy. like, "Come run away with me."
2: And she's like, "I'm sorry. I'm a." Uh. <laughs> you know, uh, what's that song by uh, Neo? It's like Miss Independent. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, how does it go? Um, oh yeah, how does that, oh, you want, How how does it go?
2: Ooh, it's something about, just something about the
1: way she moves. Yeah, 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 I can't figure it out. <laughs> something about her. and <laughs> yeah. she walks like a monk, talks like a nun, never, 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 never No, God no, it goes. And she moves she like a ghost. She got her own thing. thing. That's why, That's I, why love I love, love her. her. Miss independent. Won't you come and spend another time? time. I'm just panicking
0: about thing. the impending impending copyright issue. But keep going. No, we're like keep this is a
1: podcast. We can do it. We're singing it. We're not. We're not playing it. And we're, is, singing. We're, we're not being, and we're making no money off this episode. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> off this one. Um, yeah.
1: Okay, what what else? I mean, you know, and everything I, she I, got,
2: I, you <laughs> best believe she
1: bought it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and bills are are the bills are paid th- on time. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that all in, Jenny. Keep that all in. <laughs> um, Don't cut a single fucking verse of that. <laughs> Let what, the litigation what? come. <laughs> what are other takeaways from this? I also want to leave the people with, like, if you know, having an understanding of like what Kimmy's career was. <laughs> <laughs> this is just been chaos. But like, let's let's go through let's go through the timeline just so yeah. we can just say that we did it. You
2: know, okay. it's like.
0: <laughs>
1: Brian, That's what Brian does He's like Let's do it
2: to say That we did it Brian's a box Well by the way
0: Can I I say something That I I just love this quote From him Because it just reminded us Of us Like it reminded me of us Yeah And it's that This This is is a quote from This is so us This is so us It's from Kimmy I hadn't even seen A live Formula One Grand Grand Prix Sorry Before I went And drove in one myself
1: Yeah I love that
2: fucking legend (laughs)
1: It's an epic. It's
2: epic. The first one he saw, he came in third. In yeah. the first that's one he the saw, the
0: he was in.
2: <laughs> but he came, and he came in third. Yeah, uh, he I came think in
0: six. He came in six. Oh, okay. But that's, okay. Yeah.
2: Thanks, thanks, Stat Boy. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Everyone else <laughs> would
0: be yelling at you. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the people um, who
2: actually listen to this pod don't care about facts. He also has a section of quotes in this book that's just called Bonus Tracks.
1: Like, this is a <laughs> uh-huh. fucking album. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, quotes. It's just Kimmy quotes. Like, he's um, fucking but, Churchill I mean, or something. Listen, like, he was, you know... A, a, at the end, it actually gives, like, a little, like... It gives a a, a a timeline. So, let me just say that we did it. So, we did it. Um, In 1988, he's in carding in classes A, B, and C until 1991... Then he's in the class mini, he's doing like- And also we learn about his card. we do learn about his
2: childhood that like, he was killing it in Finland and they're like, you ain't shit till you go to Europe. So there's like kind of like this, there's a difference between doing it in your country and then like doing it around Europe. That's like a distinction that I didn't quite understand. Right, right. And like he talks about how the first time, the first time he went to Europe, they went to
1: Italy and like got their ass kicks yeah.
2: It, it was like a Hoosiers moment
1: where they're like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, you yeah. He, like, he and his friend, like, finished in, like, last and second <laughs> to last. And they were like, and, oh, and fuck, And, and like, their, parents, the their
2: parents, like, took out a mortgage and Kimmy, like, landed in a bale of hay. Yeah. <laughs> his, he's like, I, <laughs> yeah. he was like, I thought the bale of hay would be soft, but it had been raining and the bale of hay was hard. And I went
1: right <laughs> into it. Yeah, I mean, his parents and were that taking was like, out, like
2: that was that was like
1: $3000 in 2 days and he went into a bale of hay yeah they, they go into just like how crazy expensive it is for these parents to, to be doing this and it's w- even more expensive now but he's you know he's 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 killing it in carding, but he's it's it's you know it's but it took him a second to get a hang of it in Europe right it took him a second to get a hang of it in Europe he got he did get some sponsor he did get some like financial from, an, from a hell. from an
2: uncle who from an uncle like his 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 uncle who's not blood related like had a like a fly fishing business like he it was sold tackle. lures it was the fishing like ta- he sold yeah, yeah, yeah. lures his uncle like paid for a lot of his shit which is g- great and then there's a great moment where kimmy wins a championship and his uncle's trying to like, get in <laughs> to Marinello and he's like I know I was there in the beginning and they're like uh, who are you exactly it was amazing it was an right, amazing moment right. he makes a comeback um, so he gets some support then I think he gets some finish he, he there's also like like he got like he was able to lease his karting equipment like he did everything on the hustle yeah There was also the
0: brother, the brother who would fix engines and he, there were the three guys, one who ultimately became his good affairs manager yes. because they would do, they were businessmen and as like, just as a hobby, they would do like carting just like for fun. And so his brother would fix up their engines right? and in return, instead of payment, in lieu of that, he's like, can you help get my brother sponsors? And so they, they helped hustle.
2: Also it, also, it also detailed that Kimmy had a technical knowledge that no other racers really have. Oh, now. Oh yeah, right. That Kimmy yeah, knew yeah, yeah, how yeah. to fix engines, and Kimmy can understand. And as much as we clowned him for like not giving a fuck at Alfa Romeo, he probably has a technical understanding of the car. Right. Uh, you know, for the 2022 regs, he might have been more helpful than we might have understood, based on his experience and technical uh, knowledge alone. Race crap. Right. R- racing ability aside.
1: Right. Um, wasn't one of those guys that 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 uh w- wasn't one of that like his you know his main guy, his, like bi-
0: his affairs guy who he did the deal with the sauna, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: who's like his number. And and that guy was just like a business dude who was like, mm. oh, I fucking my life my is boring, and I work a boring nine to five, and I'm in a suit all day, I want to get into carding. And then they meet these like fucking, you know, (laughs) these like backwoods kids who are like, we'll help you with your engines. Yeah, it's
0: like, it's like accountants, it's like accountants who jam in their garage. And then these are kids who work at the guitar store.
1: And I want to say for, you know, all these, all of our really rich listeners who want, you know, it's like, if you want to start a podcast, we can help you, but we all know who's going to the top and that's us. So you can help uh, fund our little (laughs) operation that we have going on here. Um so I don't know what you're asking for In that request. That was a, that was a you very know convoluted what? That's request. for them to f- that's for them to figure out, not us, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> they know what they can offer us and we don't know we don't know yet. We're just sitting here waiting with our with our raw talent. Um
0: let us know if you want our Venmo handle because
1: uh, Yeah, if anyone wants to give us money, feel free. So um yeah, then he yeah, he he's racing in the Formula Renault, right? Formula Renault series, is that what he's in? Yes. And that's when he has the, the famous, you know, with the with the manager, the test and the with the manager and the guy sees him drive like, you know, a handful of laps and says like, this guy's fucking got it. He was given some fucking helmet Marco, you know, he can't see, but he could see he was given a little bit of that <laughs> energy. And yeah. And then, you know, it's like w- w- you, you, you kind of, you kind of know the rest, but He's, he's in Formula One. He's – I guess we've talked about it. I, th- this is stupid, but, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, I didn't know this timeline existed because the second I reached the last page, I just flung the book away. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: he, joined, he, jo- he joined Sauber, then he moved to McLaren, then he moved to Ferrari. Well, he also – what's, what's interesting
1: is that he replaced Mika Hakkinen at McLaren. And he then he replaced Michael Schumacher at um, Ferrari, so like he stepped into some big, he stepped into some big shoes in both of those places, and he filled the fuck out of them.
0: I like the McLaren, the McLaren fact that when they bought him out of the Sauber contract, it was money plus the wind tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the current wind t- So in Drive to Survive, you know that scene where they're doing the photo shoot in the wind. That's like it's the Kimi Räikkönen wind tunnel. It's the Kimi <laughs> Räikkönen wind tunnel. It's the <laughs> There is also
2: tunnel. another. There is also a great thing where they were like, apparently, if you're a, a great Finnish athlete, they they try to give you a house or yeah. like a, a plot of land. But they're like, Kimmy's rich as fuck. Like we're not gonna. Yeah. Like we'll name this road near a dump after <sighs> you. And Kimmy was yeah. like, "I'm good. <laughs> Don't name the road after me." And then they <laughs> named the road something else. I thought that was funny. Yeah, he's like, "Thanks, but no thanks." Espoo, which is the town I guess he lives <laughs> in or is from. Right, right. Um, yeah, so um, two th- you know, he, so he goes from so he so his first year he's tenth. Th- okay, here are his placements: tenth in the world championship, sixth. Second, seventh, second, fifth. Then he joins Ferrari, wins the world championship. Third, sixth, takes a sabbatical, drives NASCAR, Dri- rallies. He comes at te- he comes at tenth in the you know the first he-, he lands in the points the first time he ever rallies. Um, uh, returns in 2012 with with Renault. Comes in third. He's teammates with uh, Grosjean. Then in 2013 he's fifth. Ferrari comes crawling the fuck back. He comes in 12th. Maybe they shouldn't have come back. Then he's fourth. <laughs> then he's sixth. Then he's fourth. Then he's third. Then now we're now then, then you know now we're in current times. But um, solid long fucking solid
1: solid career. Super and, solid career.
2: And if it wasn't for a couple of engine failures, he would have had two or three. He would have been in Alonso yeah.
1: territory. Yeah. Um totally. It seems
2: like he got really lucky in two thousand seven, but got really unlucky in the McLaren yes. years, so it kind of balanced right. out. So the most he could have had was like three, but the minimum he should have is one. So
1: Yeah. Um so maybe, there's the, there's this maybe great, he should have this,
2: two for being honest. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this great moment where <laughs> he talks about how he's like in negotiations with Ferrari. And it's like almost done, and they're like on a, they're on his <laughs> yacht, yeah. and he's like, yes. and he's like, yes. <laughs> he's, this will be my final, this is my final takeaway from the book, my favorite Kimmy story is that like, yeah, he's he's in negotiations with Ferrari, and he's kind of like, oh uh, yeah, like yeah, he can't fully be present and be partying with his friends on the boat, and then he finally he takes the call, his manager calls him, he's talking to him, he's like, all right, like. The deal's done with Ferrari, and then he takes his phone, and he throws it into the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you when I fucking see you. Just a legendary, just the amount of phones that he destroys in this book yeah. is crazy. He just, like, he's constantly just th- he never has his phone because he's like,
0: don't and talk to me. And it's on to silent. Me. Don't talk It's on silent if he does have a phone. Yeah. It's been on silent for years, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a great moment where he's partying with the prince from Bahrain. Yeah.
0: Yes. And someone—that's
2: the 16-day no, bender. That's but this was day one. We only covered day one. Yeah. We'll cover day yeah, one. Day. <laughs> he's part. Where where I think it was though David Coulthard's like, we should party with the bah- with the prince of Bahrain, and and, and Kimmy's like, because Kimmy's like, that sounds fucking lame. And David <laughs> Coulthard is like, no, 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 please. He's like, I'm not gonna fuck. Fuck whatever. So he goes. And then apparently there's a they hear a splash, and then Kimmy comes yeah. back soaking wet, and the Prince of Bahrain is like, "What the hell happened?" He goes, "Somebody threw me in the pool," and he and he says, and his phone is ruined because it's wet, and then the, because he's the prince, he has like <laughs> his like secret service do like an investigation, <laughs> and they interrogate <laughs> yeah. people, and they find out that it's one of the prince's sons that threw Kimmy into the pool.
1: No, it's a son's friend. It friend. It's a it's son's friend. No, no one the of the friend's. Friend.
2: One of the son's friends. And the son goes, "Dad, don't throw my friend out of the party." Yeah. And he goes, "That's Kimmy fucking Reagan." <laughs> and then he <laughs> throws the son's friend. At, he takes the he takes Kimmy's side over his own son, which I thought was yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, and he also throws the fr- the, the the yeah. He, I think and
2: he, throws then the sun out. Yes, throws he throws the son out. They the, throws the son out. The sun out. <laughs> then he throws the son out and then because this prince is fully insane jumps into the pool himself and then puts his phone on the table. It's like now we're because it's Kamarabi's fucking code. And now we're both of our now we're both wet and both of our phones are ruined and take my jet to fly to wherever you need to go. And that yeah. was just the fucking one of the craziest fucking things I'd ever read. But it was just kind of like, yeah, that that would happen to Kimmy. Right. And there's just. And then, and it's just like Kimmy loves. And then there was like weird things where like Kimmy just likes what he likes, and if he likes it, he'll just stay there. (laughs) And it's like (laughs) you could talk to Kimmy and realize that you've been there for fifteen hours. Like if he fucks with a kid, if if Kimmy fucks with a karaoke bar, he will stay at that karaoke bar for fifteen hours. Yeah. So anyway.
0: No, there. The another takeaway from this book is that I feel like he should have. Died so many times that are not F one related. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah, there were just yeah. so the the story that stood out to me was the ski jumping. Yes, section, yes, yes, yes. But it wasn't the ski jumping right. itself. It was that he decided in <laughs> a intoxicated <laughs> yes! state to dry himself was, off. Okay, so yeah. So by the way, so by the way, he they're in a they're in Lapland. They're in a right. cottage or whatever in Lapland, yeah. and they see this ski jumping suit that's worn by an Olympic medalist in a glass case. It's a piece of memorabilia memorabilia. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to fucking put that on. Yeah. I'm going to take that out and put that on, puts it on, imitates a ski jumper. They put on like pillow cushions, whatever he does that. Then they, the next morning they cannot find him. They're like, where the fuck is Kimmy? And they're like looking around the house, opening cupboards. They open up a drying cupboard I had to look this up centigrade to Fahrenheit. It was 113 degrees. That's how warm it was. He spent hours in a room. He fell room asleep. Was hun- he fell, he asleep fell asleep. Standing up. Standing up. <laughs> a hundred th- and then he goes oh yeah I just like wanted to dry it off before I put it back in the glass
2: and and so. instead instead of drying and, and, but he didn't take it off he was like I could dry this <laughs> off and myself yeah. at the same time and myself kill two birds one stone fall asleep in the dryer
1: and almost killed three birds with one stone which is the third one being himself <laughs> um <laughs> so you know what this book really is is it's like it's the light in the dark it's that's the kimmy, that's the kimmy thing it's like you know the drinking the antics they he he walked away unscathed and honestly if it wasn't for mintu like who the fuck knows where he'd be oh but um you know yeah. he, he he's a, he's a family man who loves his kids and now like all he does is now he all he does is chug water with the with the ferocity of chugging of a man who can't really drink the way that he wants to anymore <laughs> because he does, multiple times the guy talks about how he's like he took an entire su- he drinks an entire like two liter thing of water in one gulp because uh, he knows that this can't be the life that he has to give to his kids who he who he does really love very very much. Um, yeah.
0: Can I ask you two a final? Yeah. Can I ask yeah. You Let's two have a final question. Final question. Um can we go around and say if we would recommend this book?
2: (laughs) Uh, I'll go first. Uh, Yes, if you fucking hate yourself.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, I would say um, definitely fucking not, but if you are going to read any bits of it, I would say you read the first the first like two chapters and then um Big World The Big World and the Small World hmm. and then the Massa chapter, which is about his dad. Those are the most interesting chapters and that's the only thing that I really took away other than and him deserting the army was pretty incredible yeah that was pretty epic but you can just listen to this podcast don't read this book just listen (laughs) to the red flags fucking pod right it's we covered it it's a much more we covered it you listen you don't need to read it because we did and you don't have to we 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 sat on that grenade we fucking did it for you because we love you all we love our fucking people but you know what we love you know how we'd love you guys more if you rate and reviewed us on itunes and if you haven't if you have already, then you're a fucking, you're part of the Kimi Raikkonen inner circle. But if you haven't, then you're that fox. You're that you're that wily little fox who's just using us. He's just using us and waiting for your for your moment to fuck us over. And you're either you know it's like, are you a, are you a Raikkonen or are you a fucking Hackinen? So don't be a fucking hack and be a Raikkonen and give us that. Well, are you saying Mika
2: Hackinen is not trustworthy? <laughs>
0: No. Or were you but, saying you know, you're a hack? You're a hack. Like were you making a joke? Oh, or are okay. you it's
2: saying that you're a Hota Kainen, who's the fucking thin fuck who wrote this piece of shit? Book. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what <laughs> you really are.
0: Or are you any one of the other eight thousand Finnish people he referenced <laughs> in the
1: book? <laughs> yeah. Okay. First book and the last book I'll ever read was this. I think first and last. First and last. Okay, so the next we might
2: do another book club, but only if it's available on audiobook.
0: Audiobook. That's audible.
1: If you guys have any any recommendations too, please like add us. You know, like You know, let us know on Twitter on social media about what are some actually maybe some better um f1 books with a little bit more tea a little more dirt i know that that kevin magnuson book has got some fucking like spicy shit in there um and i want to hear all about it so um okay Vankas. goodbye Vankas.
0: auf wiedersehen Vankas.
1: ciao just kidding fuck (laughs) ferrari (laughs)